Blog Talk Radio. The following is a NEC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. today on the show. So those of y'all who are staying with us all the time, the sports tech guys, Rick Saratella won't be with us today. Um, He's out at a very special interview, which you'll be able to catch later on NUCSportsMag.com tonight or probably early tomorrow. It's definitely going to be live on Periscope and live on Facebook with special guest Dan Marino tomorrow. So uh, actually today, I'm sorry, but the live feed will be today and tomorrow. So at 5 o'clock, if you're following my partner Rick Saratella online, you'll be able to see his very special interview today with Hall of Famer Dan Marino. If you missed that, you can catch it over on NUC Sports Mag. Tomorrow it should be up or on NFLDraftBible.com. So NUC Sports Mag or NFLDraftBible.com. we got a very special guest today. Uh, great breaking news with him that just came out in 201 Magazine, uh, the Associate Commissioner of the Northeast Conference, small conference at the Division One level that is doing a lot of really cool things uh, technology-wise. We were at their media day uh, a few weeks ago over in Giant Stadium. I guess it's now called the Verizon Stadium. I don't even, you know, everybody changes their stadium. Is I can't keep up with it. But we have him on as a special guest today. He's going to talk a little bit. He's associate commissioner there. Great breaking article. If you get the uh, NorthJersey.com, you can see about him and his career. He also happens to be a guy that I went to high school with. He was my pulling guard uh, back in, in high school and was our dominant inside linebacker, went and played college football at Albright and, and went to graduate school at the University of Connecticut as well. So we'll talk with him in a couple seconds before I go and bring him on. Uh, those of you guys who've been with us all the time, uh, make sure you take advantage of our football 2016 50% off for life NUC Sports Mag NFLDraftBible.com discount. Okay, 50% off for life. Or if you're one of those guys that need a 30-day trial, I know you need. You know, you guys out there need that 30-day trial. Uh, you can put in code Draft 2016. And you'll be able to do that. All the breaking news as far as from NFL camps, college, um, FCS rankings, college analysis, NFL draft analysis, high school recruiting analysis. I'm coaching football to fan high school right now, and we just started our football camp, and it was hot as heck out there. So I'm gonna right now we're gonna bring on our special guest live right now, Andrew Alia from the Northeast Conference. Andrew, what's going on? Hey Dave, glad to join you this afternoon. And those of you who don't know, Andrew Alia uh, was our associate, is the associate commissioner at the Northeast Conference. Andrew, why don't you tell some of our our fans out there? They got to meet you a little bit uh, during their interview with the uh, Miami Mike, but tell them a little bit about what you do over at the as associate commissioner with the Northeast Conference. Sure, sure. Like I said, I've been with the conference now for uh, it's hard to believe I'm going into my 18th year 
uh, with the Northeast Conference. And as Dave, uh, or as you mentioned, Dave, I started here as an intern uh, back in the day. Um, I did my graduate uh, degree uh, in sport management from the University of Connecticut. Um, so I'm a, a proud Husky. Um, and like I said, I, I did the, my internship here with the conference, and uh, I must have done something that the uh, the old commissioner liked because they created a position for me. And uh, lo and behold, all these years, I'm still uh, I'm still with the league, and uh, but I really enjoy it. Like I said, I feel very fortunate. Like I said, I get to work in Division One sports. Again, I grew up in in Bergen County, so I, I get to be close to my family and friends and and do something I love. Um, uh, in terms of uh, you know what I do here. I wear a lot of different hats. Like I said, we're obviously not the uh, not the largest Division One conference around, but uh, we do all the same things as all the uh, you know again as all the big time leagues do in terms of marketing and support and media. Um, you know, go down the list. So in my case, um, I manage the NEC's marketing program. Um, I'm the uh, chief business officer for the conference. I work with all of our sponsors. I oversee our corporate partner program. Uh, I help out at uh, um, at the various league championships and special events, and uh, I also do basketball scheduling. I know that's the the round ball, uh, not the not the pigskin. Um, but again, I, I get to do a lot of different uh, things that uh, uh, definitely uh, not every day is the same. Let's put it that way. Uh, there's always something new on my plate. So uh, yeah, we got some uh, some really good stuff going on here at the NEC. Well, one of the great things about what we do here with the Sports Tech guys is we actually do cover. We've been talking Rio Olympics. It's an opportunity for me to step a little bit outside of just uh, uh, football, which I'm always consumed with day-to-day. Same thing with Rick. So we, we'll talk a little bit of round ball in here. Um, but one of the biggest, obviously, <laughs> technological uh, advances has been, um, obviously, in social media, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that with you, but want to know what, what some of the things that you guys are doing in the Northeast Conference to really bring, um, you know, I, used, I call them the user, but the fan and the user to be able to be engaged with you guys uh, on a different level with your conference that really kind of separates uh, you out from maybe some other people. Now, you know, Dave, I, I think that's a great question, and one of the things that is always uh, it's really been my priority, and I think it's a theme that uh, our whole staff embraces. Is we want to be known as the most fan-friendly conference uh, in Division One athletics. Uh, and when I say fan-friendly, like I said, we don't want to, you know, we want to be accessible. Uh, we don't want. Uh, uh, we want to be, like, like I said, we want to be accessible. We want fans to be able to enjoy the product, to get to know our student athletes, and to really engage with us. Um, and I think, you know, as you mentioned, um, you and the team were out a few weeks ago at our, at our football social media day. And I think that's an event that really kind of captures what we're trying to do. You know, you've got the live event portion that's going on uh, in-house where you've got the media and different folks that are engaging with our coaches and student-athletes. We've got the live program that's streaming on ESPN3 and also on NECFrontRow.com, which is our digital network um, the cool thing about our digital network, Dave, is that, again, we don't charge for it. Like I said, that was a decision we made a few years ago when it launched. Um, like I said, we want to, we, you know, we look at that as a branding opportunity for us, and I think the numbers and the amount of uh, events that we're running on there uh, speak for itself in terms of how that's really become a big part of what we do. Um, but then beyond that, like I said, you know, we're engaging with the fans at Social Media Day on all the social media channels, you know, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Uh, one of the real things that we're having some fun with now is Periscope. Um, uh, we had a, uh, a pretty cool thing. We had Chucky Wingate, who's uh, one of our star players in our league, a former uh, Bergen Catholic star, plays up at Bryant University now. We actually put a, uh, uh, you know, a, 
the camera on Chucky, and he kind of did, gave a, a first-person kind of tour of MetLife Stadium, uh, took us underneath, kind of uh, you know, chatting with some people. Uh, it was the GoPro, I'm sorry. Uh, he had the GoPro on, and it was really cool. Like I said, we got a really great response on that. And So like I said, we're, we're engaging across all those avenues. The great thing with social media, again, for a league like the Northeast Conference, is it really, like I said, we may, be, we may not have the exposure of, again, the big kind. We're reaching our fans. We're trying to expand it, and again, with your help and and uh, again, the exposure that uh, the draft Bible and um, you know that you guys helped us to to get uh, on media day. I mean, that's just a ter- that was terrific for us because again, it just really dovetailed nicely with everything that we're doing to again to get the message out and get people to understand that you know what the Northeast Conference is. It's it's a good level of ball. We got some great student athletes here. Um, like I said, if, if you're so inclined, like I said, you know, we're always uh, looking. Uh, it's it's great affordable entertainment to bring your family out to a game. Um, if you're a student athlete and you're looking to play competitive ball, but also, again, uh, also understanding the most important thing for our student athletes is to get the degree. Um, this is a great league to take a look at. We've got some great schools and great programs. So, um, so yeah, like I said, we're we're trying to tap on tap into all of the uh, social media and. Not only staying, uh, you know, kind of doing what everyone's doing, but we're trying to stay ahead of the curve too, because I think that is something that does, uh, at the end of the day, is going to help set us apart a little bit. Because again, there's so much great competition out there, and there's so many other competitive leagues. You know, you really have to, you know, uh, work hard to kind of carve out that niche. Very interesting stuff, and I want to jump on a couple of things because you touched on a bunch of stuff. Now, so NEC NEC front row. I know you guys are doing some live broadcasts. Uh, one of the big things we talk about on uh, this all the time is is social media and how it's changing and, and what's going on in social media and what new products are out there. Uh, Periscope, you, you touched on with Chucky Wingate. I happened to see Chucky Wingate's uh, Periscope, which is pretty cool. I actually got a ton of views. And, and I think those are the kind of things that change people's uh, you know, view of conference and how excited it could be, and, and those things are innovative. Um, now you see things like Snapchat, um, which obviously they have those 15-second or shorter clips, and they mm-hmm. build the stories out of mm-hmm. Instagram. Now came out with Instagram Stories, uh, which is doing basically the same thing as Snapchat, but leveraging people's Instagram platforms. So people who already have a following can really benefit from that. And I'll use the example I did my first story this uh, yesterday and this morning, and I already had something like 10,000 views because I have a big following already. So I get the <laughs> leverage of I have to build a following. Like in Snapchat, I have to build my fo- I've been building my following and taking some time. But Instagram, I already have 45,000 people following me, so I don't have to build that following. I can get a lot. Of- so and now Twitter's coming out with Twitter Moments, which I guess is going to be something similar to that. I haven't. Uh, got a great chance to look at it, um, but we, you know, we follow this group starters, uh, which is a sports tech group that uh, actually has got, was started by a guy that used to come to my camps, and we, uh, he he connected with me as young young entrepreneur, bringing together all the best sports tech. So, what are some of the things that you guys might be doing on the front row to leverage those things? So, the fans, you know, and in the tech space, we call you know users, right? Because that's what they call it. They call it users, mm-hmm. but uh, the fan the fans. And the users of technology, how, how can you take those technologies and, and begin to leverage them with NEC front row? No, and, and like I said, I think 
one of the cool things with the NEC Front Row, again, when we launched it a few years ago, um, obviously kind of having it, that digital network is not something that was unique to the NEC. We were one of the first conferences in the country to, um, to have that platform. One of the things that we made a priority, though, within the, the Front Row network or uh, on the site was basically the integration of so, social media components. So, you, you know, if you're watching a game with, uh, uh, again, a Bryant and uh, Robert Morris football game, for example, you, know, you can literally can interact with, like I said, other fans who are watching the game and things of that nature, you know, through Twitter, uh, you know, through Twitter and things of that nature. I think all of these new, um, you know, I think all of these new tech, new features, again, the Snapchat, um, all the things that you just mentioned, I think we're taking a look at all those, quite frankly. Um, you know, we have our own, uh, you know, we have our, our digital media director and our uh, our other associate commissioner, again, that really kind of, you know, I, I work with them quite a bit, like I said, to, again, try to create that content or try to create those platforms of how we can maximize uh, the exposure for the league and get the message out. So I think you're going to start seeing, some of those things in- integrated, uh, like I said, the, you know, Snapchat in particular is one that's just, you know, we started utilizing that quite a bit last spring um, at a bunch of our championship events, and it really, it, like, it blew up. It was unbelievable to me how popular it was. Um, and, again, we had our, our intern who had just graduated college the year before. She did it, and she just did an awesome job, uh, again, you know, utilizing that tool. And I think that really helped us to, again, again, grow the base, and like I said, you're getting the not only the student-athletes who are participating in those events, but also, like I said, you know, beyond that, their friends, their family, you know, fans of those different events, and again, to go back to the original point, uh, Dave, I think, like I said, these are all things within that front row platform that uh, it's positioned to kind of take advantage of all these new technologies or new new features, I should say, and uh, and just, again, as I said a few minutes ago, just engage the fan. Like I said, we want it to be a great experience. And, um, you know, like I said, when you're trying to reach millennials, um, like I said, you've got to be on top of this stuff and try to be ahead of the curve. And uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're trying to, you know, we're, we always try to do that. And I think, like I said, uh, you know, uh, again, I'll have to give you a call. Like I said, you can even, uh, I'm sure you can, you, you can give me a, an update some of the new stuff going on with Twitter and whatnot. But it's, uh, it's really, like I said, the hardest thing is just, just trying to stay on top of, of all these new uh, features that are coming out and just making sure that, uh, you know, you're utilizing them to the best of your ability. No doubt. It, it's, uh, it could be cumbersome because there's so many different technologies out there. You're trying to utilize them. Uh, you know, people said, oh, it's technology. It's going to drive costs down. All technology does is drive costs up. <laughs> you need more staff, more personnel, more people to cover games, more more cam. All right, maybe you don't need the jumbo cameras anymore, but you need phones everywhere. So yes. there's no doubt that it's it, it's made it something um, uh, that I actually think, as far as technology from a technology standpoint, I think it drives drives costs up. There's definitely there's nothing I've seen that actually essentially uh, drives costs down. Paper and a pencil probably would drive costs down, but that's I know. That, that's you know, it's funny, thing. and it, you know, it's funny. One of the things that we've just kind of kicked around internally, um, again, as another enhancement to what we're doing, is the possibility of using drones at some of our events or games to kind of give you a different camera angle or like an inside look. And we're not quite there yet, but. You know, I remember back in the day, like I said, when I was first starting out and we were in grad school together, you know, just getting a website up and running. That was, that was, oh my gosh, you know, you have to get a first class website. And that was less than, you know, less than 20 years ago. Here here we are talking about drones and, 
and uh, and Snapchat, Instagram, all these different technologies. So it's really it's just it's amazing. Like I said, to see all these new things that are coming online. Um, I do tend to agree with you. I don't know that they've necessarily lowered costs because you still need professional people to, again, to to run it to for for you know for even for camera work and things of that nature. But um, it's really remarkable. Like I said, it's. I mean, the stuff that's going on, and I can only imagine five or ten years down the road uh, where things are going to be at, at that point. Um, because, again, it all ties in together. You're doing the same things to promote your products and events as we are to promote our championships and our student-athletes. And um, it's just, uh, I, I don't want to sound like a, 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 I don't think I'm old, that old yet, but it's its really just, uh, it's, like I say, it's just amazing the way things are going. And um, But at the same time, it's cool because, like I said, this does allow you to engage and really get your message out unfiltered, and like I said, right, right, you can reach you know your fans directly, which at the end of the day is what we're all about. And those are the people that you want to again be excited about your product, be excited about your 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 team, your games, your events. Um, so yeah, it's all uh, it's all good stuff. We're uh, you know we're we're uh, we're doing our best. I'll tell you what's 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 really um, uh, what's really interesting is that. The way everything has changed in such a short time frame. And I just got, and now, you know, obviously we're uh, live with Periscope at the same time, and the comments are hilarious, by the way, people post uh, while, while I'm talking. Some of them I cannot share with my audience. But the one guy just, <laughs> he just, one guy just, just said that, he said, I, I quote, he has to unplug his book in order to charge his cigarette. Unplug his book iPad, right, in order to charge his cigarette, his e-cigarette, right? So, I mean, how funny is that? Um, another interesting thing, so you might remember, because uh, those of you guys who are out there, you know, me and, me and Andrew went to Saddlebrook High School together in New Jersey, and when we played junior football, there was a kid named Chris Luttrell. I don't know if you remember him. I do, yeah. He was a Yes. So, he's the video coordinator and tech guy over at Paramus Catholic, which is one of the top football programs in, in, in actually, actually for a few years, they were one of the top programs in the country, but definitely yeah. one of the top programs in, in New Jersey. Um, and, and he, he always, every time I'm on Facebook live, hits me up about drones and they're using drones already, believe it or not. And, and we could probably have a whole show on the parochial big five, uh, and yeah. technology, but he's using drones this year to, to film Paramus Catholic games. Uh, in order to, um, and he's trying to implement. He's already implementing, I think, in practice, and he's and he's thinking about implementing it in games at the high school level uh, to get a better angle for the coaches and and, mm-hmm. and maybe even eventually get real time angles. So it's interesting hearing you you talk about drones. I think that's going to be an interesting. Thing. I think that's going to be an FAA issue eventually as well. I don't know what your thoughts might be on that. I know I'm putting you a little bit on the spot. <laughs> Well, uh, as you know, the, the government has to, they'll have their hand in a little bit of everything. So, um, but yeah, I, it is, like I said, with, with drones, and again, we've had some of these conversations at uh, in league meetings, and again, in all seriousness, like I said, you know, that's come up, like, well, FAA regulations, or what can we do with these, and um, it's, yeah. like I said, this is literally, when I tell you, Dave, it's like uncharted territory in a lot of ways. It, it really is, and like I said, I think you're starting to see it, um, again, not just at the, the NECs of the world, but uh, you know, I've, I've, I read articles all the time about uh, the NFL and networks, and, and really they're always looking to kind of be on the cutting edge with that. And um, so there's there's so many moving parts to it. But like I said, it's uh, 
again, to your, to your point, that, that was a great, uh, a great comment by one of your listeners. But like I said, we're talking about drones um, and how to utilize them to maximize the coverage of sporting events. And it's just, like I said, it's, uh, it's like every day there's something new uh, that's coming out or some new technology or some new idea. And it's, uh, that's, that's, again, part of the challenge, but also part of what makes uh, you know, my job fun is to try to, again, stay on top of these things and, and try to find the right ones that work. You know, I, over the years, we've probably, you know, we I think we've tried everything a little bit, and um, some have worked out better than others. But it, it's, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it, you know, uh, I'll let you know if I hear anything, though, about the FEA regulation. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> well, that's, 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 it's going to be an, an issue down the line. But, I mean, the drone technology, in order to, to film games and give coaches the information eventually is going to be unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be even better than those, you know, the end zone cams are, are good, but the drones will even get it uh, e- even better. Uh, of course, I see my, my neighbor, Marcus Gilchrist, safety for the Jets. He takes his drone out and flies it around and films, uh, films the area. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you can take a, you can take a GPS and, uh, uh, go go track uh, any person you want by sticking it underneath their car. So uh, right. it's it's a it's a completely different world. You can locate exactly where they are, and that's one of the things that we talk about. You know, as the sports tech guys, um, I you know what I want to ask you about which I think and 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 uh, you know I'll definitely let you go. I appreciate you coming on uh, for such a long time period. Where do you see virtual reality? And what we call augmented reality, an example of augmented reality would be like Pokemon Go, right, um, where they're chasing virtual objects, you know, in, in this case from their phone. Eventually, mm-hmm. we, we foresee those objects um, being out in um, – actually being out in, in space. They're fake objects, but – um, but being out in space in order to change the fan experience. Do you see virtual reality or augmented reality – uh, being something that you guys might be, I mean, you guys may be years away from this, but, you know, I know the NFL is trying to do it right now. The Vikings have stuff going on with virtual reality, not just from a player standpoint, but I mean for a fan experience, right, which is what your biggest concern, one of your biggest concerns is, uh, how do you see virtual reality, augmented reality uh, coming into to play for the fan experience in any of your sports? Um, again, that's a good question. You know, it's, uh, again, just looking at, uh, again, the phenomenon with Pokemon Go, uh, it's like, it's, it's very, again, a very eye-opening to me, just, again, just how big that thing took off. Um, you know, I've got two little ones at home, and uh, they're, they're not even at the, the smart, you know, they're only six, as you know, Dave, but, you know, they're not even at the smartphone uh, phase yet, but all they wanted to talk about was Pokemon and Pokemon Go, and, you know, I would show them, you know, we actually did something fun, you know, around our office. We had we, we tweeted out some pictures uh, of some of the Pokemon that were uh, in and around our office. And uh, it's like this is what, you know, again, this this new uh, generation that's coming up. I mean, this is like, you know, this is going to be something that they're going to be exposed to. And, you know, when our little guys are, uh, you know, again, down the road a little bit, I can only imagine, quite frankly, I think there's, there's certainly uh, all this new technology. There's a, you know, it's really... Uh, uh, you know, sports can certainly tap into it. Um, if I had a, the, uh, uh, if I had a great idea of of what the next big idea is in terms of how to incorporate it into sports, I'd probably give you a call offline, Dave, and maybe we can, uh, <laughs> you know, we can we can uh, we can uh, talk about uh, talk to some investors. But um, but no, I, I think to, to the original question, um, yeah, I think like I said, it's 
again, like I said, you're going to start seeing things sooner rather than later tapping into this. And, um, you know, I don't know exactly how the NEC, in our case, uh, would be able to utilize it, but I can tell you if, you know, once this starts becoming reality or once we start discussing it internally and trying to figure out how can we do it? What can you know? What maybe you know? What can we afford from a budget standpoint? Or there are there some new companies we can partner with? You know, those are the kind of things that we're all about. And like I said, we you know, I know I've said it a few times, but you know, we want to be uh, again not only on the cutting edge, but you know, kind of ahead of the curve with a lot of this stuff. And um, and like I said, this may be our next staff meeting. Again, I, I may put this out there. And like I said, hey, here's another something else that we need to be aware of. And is there a way that we can potentially tap into this, uh, again, this virtual reality? And, and again, just make it to the, uh, to the overarching theme, which, I, you know, we picked up on. How can, we, how can we leverage this to, again, make the NEC fan experience better, to make this, uh, the league and our institutions more appealing to, to potential student-athletes and recruits? And, and it all ties in together. So, like I said, so we'll, uh, you know, we'll certainly be on the lookout and uh, – and like I said, uh, if we do have anything uh, uh, that's uh, you know brewing in that area, I, I certainly won't hesitate to let you know. Yeah, I, I think that um, it's going to completely, and it, you know, it could be a five-year scope. But there's company, there's a company in Florida. I can't believe it slips from my mind right now because I, I read all this stuff constantly. That <laughs> has gotten billion billion dollars of investment money. Uh, and some of them from the likes of Facebook and Google in order to develop out augmented reality called mixed reality, which is like mm-hmm. a combination of virtual reality and, and augmented reality, and then obviously virtual reality. And they're, and they're coming up with products, uh, uh, software. You know, we, we say these clunky headsets that you see right now, that, that's, I mean, that is like, um, that's like the cell phone from Wall Street in uh, in in 1980, whatever for it. Remember Wall Street cell phone? You remember? Remember when you? I remember cell phone. You know, you want to laugh? I remember Wall Street, and then I was also recently watching again, going back. Uh, uh, I'll date myself a little bit for your listeners, but I happen to be watching an old uh, episode of Beverly Hills 90210, right from back in the 90s, and they're all walking around with these giant like bricks, uh, you know. And at the time, it was the coolest thing. I, I remember thinking like, wow, you know, that that's great. Now it's like now those things uh, again. It's it's a joke when you look at it, but again, that's that's again 20 years ago. That was the technology, and and again, you're even going back a few years before with the original Wall Street, which is a great movie, by the way. Um, but again, you know, Michael Douglas is walking around with that thing, and and now look now look where we're at. It's uh, it's crazy. So like I you know uh, who knows like I said uh, the way the world is moving. Uh, in t- 10 or 20 years, they'll be laughing at the stuff that we're using today. So. I guess that's just, just the way the world works. All right. And now, before I let you go, I, I have a couple questions for you. Hopefully, hopefully you can uh, go back a little bit from your football knowledge and see uh, and see what you project in the future. And I already know where your fan allegiance lies as far as pro football-wise. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I want to know, okay, number one, some of the, some of the people that, that like high school football out here, do you still follow high school football at all? In, in in New Jersey, do you? I do, I do, and like I said, it's uh, you know obviously you know Saddlebrook is a, is you know one of the smaller schools uh, you know up in North Jersey, but I still try to keep track of of what's going on, and um, certainly my dad who still lives in town always keeps me posted. Um, but then beyond that, one of the things that I've really come to enjoy, um, you know, not only following high school football, but I've really come to enjoy, quite frankly, the recruiting side of it. Um, 
you know, right. like I said, I, I, you know, through your, through your efforts and, and through, uh, you know, some of the other, uh, you know, blogs and whatnot. And um, again, I've also, uh, you know, I live in central Jersey now, so I've become more of a Rutgers fan over the years. So it's been real fun to kind of track the, uh, again, the high school recruits. And like I said, that's something that, again, uh, you play the big part in that, like I said, helping that to kind of grow to the point where it is now. So, um, so yeah, to answer your question, yes, I, I do follow it. Um, don't necessarily quiz me on uh, some of the starters for some of the teams, but uh, it's uh, it's like I said, it's uh, you know I still uh, I still uh, you know definitely keep track of it. It's always going to be uh, near and dear to me. And, and how will your big your big blue do this year? That's that's what I want to know. What do you think about your big blue? Well, I, I'll say this: I, I I like the direction of the team. Um, I, I like the move uh, to to uh, you know look Tom Coughlin. He's going to be in the Ring of Honor. He deserves it. He's a borderline Hall of Fame coach with those rings. Um, but I do think it was time for kind of a new voice at the top. So I, I'm excited about Ben McAdoo. Um, he may not be the most stylish coach, as if you recall from his press conference. He was wearing a suit that was about three sizes too big on him. But you know what? I like that because it shows he's not worried about all the flash and all the, how he's dressed. He's a coach. You know, He just wants to get after it. So uh, I'm excited about what he's bringing to the table. I like um, – I do like on defense. Obviously, they invested a lot with uh, Janoris Jenkins and, and uh, Snacks Harrison and um, and some of those other additions that they've made. So I think the defense will be better. Um, I don't think Steve Spagnuolo forgot to coach. I just don't think he had anything to work with uh, the last, last year and I think in his previous spot. So I think the defense will be better. You know, on offense, Eli's you know Eli's always going to be there every Sunday. Um, you know, if Victor Cruz can come back and give him a little something, I think that's just going to only open up the offense more. I've been hearing great things about Sterling Shepard, uh, the rookie receiver out of Oklahoma. Um, like I said, they can find a little bit of a running game with some of the backs they have. I'm excited. So that was a long-winded answer, but I'm going to say this. I think the Giants win the NFC East this year. <laughs> and if those of you don't know, I'm a Cowboys fan. So with, with the Cowboys, I won't even talk about this. We're in a lot of disarray, even though we do have some great players. We'll, we'll see how that all shakes out. But uh, Big Blue has looked good, and we, we had people on it. So, anyway, Andy, I want to thank you uh, for being on the show. It's Honestly, that was 30 minutes, and it flew by. Uh, like I said, it was great to be on. If uh, I, I'd, you know, if, uh, I'd love to join you at some other point down the year. We can talk a little NEC football, and uh, I'd be glad to give you an update on the Giants. Uh, Provided they're living up to my expectations, uh, but no, again, it's been a, it's been great uh, chatting with you today, Dave. And and like I said, we, we really appreciate you guys coming out to Media Day a few weeks ago. And um, and like I said, uh, hope to uh, let's do it again sometime. All right, perfect. It was great having you on. Great talking with you. We're definitely going to have you on again. Now, and when thirty minutes fly, that means we have to have you on again. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Good and, stuff. Uh, have, have a great day, and I, we'll talk to you real soon. Okay, Dave. Take care, man. Bye. That is that's it for the thirty third episode of the Sports Tech Guys. We're gonna wrap it up here. Those of you who haven't had a chance, go to NFLDraftBible.com. Use football two thousand sixteen code. Get fifty percent off for life. Any membership uh, that you choose over there at NFLDraftBible.com. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up. You could also text. D1 football to 44222 to get my two tips that will help change the game for your recruiting that will help you get your name out there. You guys have a great day. We're going to sign off.
The following is a NUC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. 